Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Packers Insider going to join us at 8 o'clock. Someone who covered Mike McCarthy very, very well. And the full preview is going to begin right after we figure out the cost for this thing. What are the ticket prices looking like for Sunday? Have you gotten the text message from Mr. Glazer yet? I have not. Do you usually get them later in the week if the invite is extended to sit in his seats? Uh, well, it's only happened twice. They were pre-planned both times, so it was never kind of a late spur of the moment thing. Uh, so I would say you texted me Christmas week. I think later. it was. It was like Thursday, but that was, was we awesome. we had, we had already planned it, it was to a go over leftover. I did guess. Did you get the text, Peyton? Since you were kissing ass during the expressway yesterday, I got the uh, the phone call from no. Blaise, Blaise, Bennett Glazer. <laughs> 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 I screwed it up. Now he's giving the advice. You didn't say David Tepper. <laughs> There go there goes your shot. Uh ticket prices. If you want standing room only, you're gonna pay at least hundred bucks minimum to just go stand there, hang around the three level bars, take a look at the big screen. If you want an actual seat, a single individual seat according to WFAA, and this could have changed, it could have gone up since since they wrote this a day ago. Uh, but a single seat is two hundred Thirty two hundred forty dollars on resale market. So in what in what section? That's the cheapest one. So you're talking about nosebleeds and a single standalone seat. And I mean because uh, you know KNC's buddy Ted Cruz has not figured out the ticket fees yet. I'm sure you're paying another two hundred just in the fees to sit there. Yeah. Uh, but ridiculous ticket prices on this one. You're talking about if you want an actual seat. And you want two of them, you're probably looking at spending six hundred bucks. So if I did ninety thousand, and again, this is not even close to being accurate. But if I just did ninety thousand times two hundred dollars, that's the cheapest seat. Mm-hmm. Eighteen million dollars for one game. Yeah, that you bring in with ticket revenue. And, and what is his re- response? And that's the last seat. That's the last seat upstairs. Two hundred dollars. Right. So you wonder now, like you wonder what the face value is, like you know, uh, not on the secondary market what they sold some of these for. Uh, but also, like, what is, what is, what is, what does he have to give to the other teams? Does he have to split this? Does he get to keep it all? So I always wonder that. If you want to sit, I'm just looking on StubHub right now. The cheapest seats you can find in the 300 level, so not the very top level, but the second to to the top level. The cheapest seats you're going to find together are 400 dollars right now. Wow. Yikes. Yeah. Wow. So. It's pricey. You're, 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 if you want to, you want to be out there. You know what's not a bad play though is if you can get the standing room only ticket. It's not bad to just be out there as part of the party and get get the energy or whatever else. Texas Live is always a really good setup. You know, we'll we'll be out there in the plaza. I'm sure. You know, Eric Chiafalo and Brian brought us setting everything up. So the party atmosphere is is worth it if you can get in that area. But man, that's 
That that's a pricey ticket, right? And of there. course the storylines are out there, especially for the NFC with revenge. You got it with Tyreek Hill and the Kansas City Chiefs. But Mike McCarthy wants it to be known. I'm not going to entertain that for this game. Last year, I thought it was important for me to, to talk about Green Bay in the beginning of the week. I did with the team. Uh, I regretted it. That doesn't even need to come into, into our energy base. So you live and learn. You know, th- this game's about our commitment. It doesn't matter who we're playing. It really doesn't. It's just no time for that. I answered the questions honestly in here last year about my experience up there. It will not help us win. So if it doesn't help us win the game, I'm not interested. I apologize. Okay. So there's Coach with a statement. It's not going to be about me. Owning Players it. Players League. Owning it. It's, it's, it's about playing out. Jerry had said after the game that somebody had said to Mike, like, walk it in, like, oh, we're playing your team. And Mike apparently had said something like, he's like, no, my team's the Dallas Cowboys. So so Mike is uh, laser focused, got the blinders on, not going to let the emotion get to him this week. They were 7-7 seven and seven just three weeks ago. The Packers now find themselves on a three-game winning streak. Over that time, the offense has been humming, averaging 28 points a game. The defense has held opponents to 10 points or less in each of their last two outings, but you go and look at some of the teams that they face, pretty much scrubs, but look, this already a home run season for Green Bay. All that mattered was figuring out Jordan Love. You, I think, figured out Jordan Love, and you made the playoffs. Everything else is icing. Zero, absolutely zero pressure on the Green Bay Packers. How are people betting this, Choppy? Well, that's that's the interesting thing, because... It opened at seven, moved to seven and a half, back to seven. Seven. And now it's kind of back to seven and a half. And now the point totals moved down about a point and a half, which is pretty significant to do it. And it did it that first day. And it moved to a point and a half already. It went down to 49 and a half. So they had a big movement on the money line the Cowboys did. It went from minus 340 to minus 380. That's pretty good. That's a that's a pretty hefty favorite. The other, you know, most of the other games have moved a little bit too. Eagles and Bucks kind of stayed the same. Uh, but you know, the interesting thing with this one is if you go back to 2002, all right, you're looking at this being a, basically a gimme win. All right. Since 19, I'm sorry, not 2000, since 89, since 89 home favorites of seven or more are 20 and two straight up in the wild card round. That's a 91% chance of winning. That's good. They're 14-8 and eight against the spread. Historically, this is a blowout. Any game favored where the home team in the wild card round is favored by seven or more, not only do they win, they cover at a very, very high rate. The two teams that won outright as a seven-point dog or more, 2017 Titans beat the Alex Smith Chiefs and the 2019 Vikings who went into New Orleans and beat Drew Brees. That was that kind of that overdose, the overtime game with Kirk Cousins. That's it. So if the Cowboys lose, I mean, yeah, like that's Big Mike may be in trouble because it's, he's got a 91% chance of winning. Now, the geeks say it's a 75% chance that they win. That's what, that's what those FPI things say. Second highest of the wild card weekend behind Buffalo, who's got 79%. And it looks like a bad matchup for the Packers as well. Their defense is bad. Mm-hmm. It, it just is. Uh, this is a game where you think the Cowboys. Uh, you could pencil them in for 30 points. You got an inexperienced quarterback. You got a really young team. Uh, it'd be one thing if you're facing them and they got this little three-game winning streak and it's a bad matchup for you. 
you know, with this power-running football team. Aaron Jones been hurt throughout the year. Watson's status is up in the air. We all remember him from the last time that these teams played. Uh, but I think it's a bad matchup for them defensively with mm-hmm. Dak and what he's been doing at home. Uh, 877-881-1053 is the truckwreck.com text line. 877-881-1053 in order to hit us up here on your home of America's team. Thanks for being a TOLO. That stands for turn it on, leave it on. Speaking of MVP-type seasons, Dan Orlovsky with his ballot. Did you see it, Bobby? Yeah, they deleted it. You know what? That's the thing that uh, has stood out to me about the fact that they're playing Jordan Love this week is I can't get out of my head that Dan Orlovsky before the season said the quarterback with the most pressure in the NFL this year is Jordan Love. Like, And so that that's uh, – throw another awful Orlovsky list at me, please. He deleted the ballot? I think, he, I think you're not supposed to release the ballot. Okay. I don't think you're supposed to tell people who you voted for he until – Sorry. He put Lamar one – Josh Allen, two. Dak Prescott, three. Cowboy fans immediately jumped him and said, oh, wait, the interception stuff that you said in the past. Last year, you ridiculed Dak and killed him for the picks. This year, Josh Allen is a breathing turnover machine, and you still have him over Dak Prescott when it comes to the MVP. Oh, yeah, and Buffalo barely snuck in. So Orlovsky caught heat for that. Not just have him as the MVP or above Dak as the MVP. Go on these, like, two-minute rants on ESPN at separate points during the year to just go, what? This is so ridiculous. Why would we ever kill Josh Allen for his interceptions and his turnover? He's just a massive hypocrite. He's a fraud. Everything about him is fraudulent, and that includes his awful MVP ballot. You think his food takes are fake? I think he's just a fake human being who I have zero respect for. As you don't a man. think Josh has MV, deserves MVP consideration? I, I think that he's in the discussion, but for somebody who, for the way that he yeah, killed Dak, the way that it, it's Dan it's did, yeah. completely hypocritical. Lamar, Josh Allen, Dak, McCaffrey, Purdy, Coach of the Year. He put Stefanski, D'Amico, Ryan's, and Sean McVay. I'd so. have a tough time putting Brock Purdy fifth on an MVP ballot. I think it's a little too low. All right, a lot too low. Uh. Speaking of the end of the year awards, PFF just threw out their top graded players at each position. I wanted to throw out some cowboy love here. Uh, number one, all right, Mr. Football, Bobby Bell, although you getting these wrong, you'll say is PFF's grading scale. I mean, they are terrible. Highest graded corners in the NFL this year. Number one is who? According to the PFF, I'll give you a hint. Darrell Revis. NFC. Uh, for them, probably some Kelvin Joseph, I would guess. Somebody like that. <laughs> Noah Igbenogany, the guy they traded uh, Kelvin Joseph for, so. <laughs> one of those guys. Um, NFC. Uh, I mean, Deron Bland was up there, I know. He's second. 90.4. NFC North. Jair. Jalen Johnson. Okay. Jalen Johnson, then Deron Bland, Sauce Gardner, followed by Devin Witherspoon. So, Deron Bland... Corner of the PFF, second best corner in the league in the regular season. Highest graded tackles. Tackles. I mean, every year it seems like it's Trent Williams. He's second. Uh, Tyron was up there this year. I know because he kept getting huge grades. Tyron's fifth. Panay Sewell, one. Trent Williams, two. Jordan Mailata, three. Christian Derisaw, four. Tyron Smith, five. So the Cowboys grading out well there. All right, a little bit more of a Packers preview. Uh, I'm going to start with Sandler. All right, I asked him for a scouting report. Interrupt me wherever you see fit. He said it's incredible. And yes, Jared, big time. 
Packers fan, uh, and I trust his sports knowledge. He said it's incredible that their offense is functioning with their all-world left tackle, although he isn't all-world anymore. David Bakhtiari played one game before another season-ending surgery. He's a conspiracy co. He's a co-conspirator with Aaron Rodgers. Sandler, yeah. You know, out there, no, David Bakhtiari. <laughs> oh. I think LaFleur is a good coach, definitely a good play designer. He makes them better. They're the youngest team ever to make the playoffs. I think the average age of the receiving core is the youngest in the NFL by more than a year. Wow. Around 23 years old. But they don't have, like, a true, true number one. There were times this season you could squint and see a playoff team, but there was always plenty of times when you saw a team who might be fighting for a top, top pick. Their bad games were worse than their good games good. They seem to have a few wins uh, against, like, the Bears. They definitely outplayed them, but only won the game by eight. Best win was on Thanksgiving. We remember versus the Lions. I think that was in Detroit. Then they followed that up with a win over the semi-broken Chiefs. But look at the last three wins. They barely beat the Panthers, crushed the Vikings, but do so against a backup quarterback, then beat the Bears at home by eight. That coming after losing to the Giants and letting Baker put up a perfect rating against them. So making the playoffs, great step, but they just aren't quite ready. Why? Because their defense isn't good. Joe Barry, their defensive coordinator, just a known thing, he's gone because of how bad they've been. I have heard a lot of anti-Joe Barry throughout this season. Rod Marinelli's son-in-law. Is he? He is. This is odd because they've invested so much in their defense, both in the draft and financially. Jair, highest paid corner ever. Pass rush. Man, what a... a what a treat he is, dude. Oh, yeah. He is he is a gift. He walked up on a news yeah. broadcast the other day. And they had no idea who he was. No idea. They're Not like, oh, the, this Packer fan yelling behind us saying, Pack is back. Pack is Pack back. Pack is back. He's, he's kind of like a, um, he's like the corner version of Jameis' personality. Yes. Like. Yeah. Their pass rush has been good, but they've been eaten alive in the air. Some people believe there's too much talent. Barry is to blame with schemes. And throughout the year, some players have hinted to that. Going into the season, some thought the Packers had a chance to make the playoffs because of their defense. That has not been the case. They're whatever against the run, uh, much better with Devondre Campbell healthy, but sometimes tough to know if that's just because teams can and have passed all over them. So that is scouting report number one from Jared Sandler on Green Bay. Yeah, look, I mean, if if, if Dallas is able to – hit the seam throw like they've been doing with the tight end all year. If they're able to, it's going to be really difficult for Green Bay to do anything to slow them down because you you can have all the schematic things in place that you want to, to try and slow down CeeDee Lamb, to take out away Brandon Cooks, to do different things to pressure Dak Prescott. But if Dak is hitting the seam throw to Ferguson, they're in trouble. Like you cannot yeah. defend them. And so no. he's been throwing that with a lot of confidence. And if he's able to attack Green Bay that way, they're in trouble. This is one of those situations where like, you know, the Cowboys, the only way the Cow, I, I mean, like, the only way they really lose is they turn the ball over multiple times. Green Bay sacks Dak six times. Like and that, and that, and that theory, like their their pass rush is pretty good. They they can they can you know maybe they get a strip sack or two. Like that's it. Other than that, they're just not going to be able to keep up offensively with what the Cowboys are going to put out there. Do the Patriots already have their Bill Belichick replacement because of the stunning firing in the National Football League? Yesterday, plus other notes around the league with the playoff games. Zach Wolchuk thinks there's a lock of the week to bet in the AFC around the rest of the playoff scene in a year in which 
the NFL completely dominated in all the ratings again. That's next. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. A stunner in the National Football League yesterday as PayPay texted us on the group message. By the way, very rude Mike Bassick yesterday. Very oh, rude. Disrespectful. Very disrespectful. Peyton doing his job, telling everyone at the station that we booked this Packers insider who used to cover Mike McCarthy in Green Bay, 8 o'clock, just letting everyone know so we don't double book. Oh, and Bassick, he just unleashes this sarcastic tirade. Very, very rude. Like, oh, we're going to go get Mark Shimura. Uh, where, where, who else? Well, are you get? I would hope you're not going <laughs> to book Mark Shimura. Yeah. Uh, so he's Is that a... his one phone call for the day? And. <laughs> His one phone call on the DNM leasing hotline, yeah. uh, calling from jail. Sorry, we didn't book the fourth analyst on NBA TV, Mike. Yeah, or you know the God. The, the, the card collector in Mesquite that you want to have on. Yeah, is that the one that stole his money or whatever? Uh, did you get the bug? Did you get yeah, the fly? I got him. <gasps> you got him. Yeah. Got him. Nice. Finally, got him. Uh, and then I got a message from Tolo Chris saying I was getting murdered on the Twitch because of something Bassic was saying about me. Uh, from Crosstalk. Yeah. yeah, he said, what happened at Crosstalk with Bassick and Sean? He texted me, too. I was like, I have no idea. I was like, I was, I was here. I don't remember any fight. I went back and listened to it. Oh, you I did? was like, what? There's no, there was no fight. What is he talking about? Yeah, I have no clue what there would have been in yeah. Crosstalk yesterday. Uh, maybe, maybe it's just that. Uh, well, we're going to find out at 940. Well, the Friday Crosstalk is coming up. Maybe that maybe that was it. That mm. they, Mikey's gotten to do the Friday Crosstalk the last two weeks because you haven't been here to How's stop How's it been? Him. Has he prepared one time? Actually, it's been pretty good. Okay. Yeah, he, uh, he, fr- brought, he brought it. He brought it. 
Yeah, the first one's good. I, I do think the second one. The location. They're location for both. No, the, the second one, he got a little messy with it. I don't remember specifics, but I do remember thinking, like, oh, yeah, this is why we canceled it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mike Vrabel got fired in Tennessee. The owner said that she did not want to wait to work out a trade because that could take three weeks, and she was not going to deprive the great Titans fans the chance of getting a top-tier selection who they may lose out on if they have to wait to work out a deal for Mike Vrabel. Instead, he gets let go. Okay. Wow. Uh, you know, they, they're they not going to get a better coach than Mike Vrabel, I don't believe. Nope. I think Mike's a pretty good coach. I, I, you know. Titans did him a favor. This is why yeah. they're the Titans. Yeah. They, they did him a favor, and they'll be even more irrelevant than they already are. Bad organizations can't get out of their own way. And they can't get out of their own way. Like, they're, you, you, you don't, they're, it's so easy. Just don't screw it up. Just don't do something dumb. And, and for Amy Adams, what a gutless way to tell, to talk to your people. I mean, you go on and you, you do a, an interview on Titans.com or whatever with Mike Keith, who's the VP of broadcasting and your play by play guy. Love him. All right. Yeah. I have no idea who he is. Touchdown, Titans! Basically, it's going to be a tamp. No disrespect to Nick Eatman coming on today, but it's going to be a very, you know, pampered team run interview. Yeah, not local media, not a press conference. No, it's very, it's it's gutless. A She's damn gutless. Press conference. A what? Not a damn press conference. Yeah, and it's an edited one. Like it was, you could see the way they were they were doing this cutaways. It was, it was terrible, yeah. terrible, very, very, very much poor taste. Amy Adams is a. It, it, Gutless. She's gutless. What, what's the biggest mistake the Titans have made in recent years, too? Like, what's uh, the one that stands out? Derrick Henry to an extension. Well, I mean, outside the 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 subtraction they made. It's getting rid of AJ Brown. People were like, "Why would you remove AJ Brown from the side?" That was one thing that Vrabel was adamantly against. He did not want to trade AJ Brown. So it's like the biggest mistake you guys have made isn't even on Vrabel over the last couple of years. So it seems pretty convenient to blame it on him. But then again, he was seven and ten last year, six and eleven this year. He does have a very old school approach to offense still. One in nine in division games. Uh, and also in her statement, she basically said, we have to get the head coach and the general manager on the same page. We just have to. So that that all that stuff started with A.J. Brown. Uh, and then who has control? Does Vrabel need more control? What has he thought of throughout the league? I mean, you did just mention boring offense. No, I mean, it's just it's the old... It's just the stick in the mud offense. He is still a big believer in running the ball. Like I mean, that's how he yeah. he Man, believes. Arthur, Arthur Smith for crying out loud. It's a, it's a he he is from the Belichick coaching tree. He is yeah, probably LaFleur six two. Lafleur was under him. Where did Lafleur uh, come from? Lafleur was- came from the Rams, and then he went to the Titans. He was Rams. Then he spent a year with the Titans, and then he went off. But yeah, he he so originally was, right. was a he was a McVay guy. That that's where Lafleur really had, like kind of cut his teeth though. But the. The thing with Vrabel to a lot of people, I think a lot of people look at Vrabel as he's the only one who's kind of successfully replicated the Belichick model somewhere else. Like like a lot of other people have struggled with that. He's one of the ones who kind of successfully implemented it and got the culture. To me, he's on a a, a level of he's a Dan Campbell type of coach. He's a big rah-rah former player, like we're going to bite your kneecap type of coach. But he's thought of really well. I know the people here in this city think really well of him. The I, I the. Cowboys think, yeah, the Cowboys think really well of him, and and he really likes the Cowboys. Not that I'm stirring anything up there. I'm just saying that that's that's a reality. The the, the interesting thing is that you know they say she said you know, him and the GM were on the same page. He was part of the hiring process for the GM. 
they gave him say in the GM, Rand Carthon, mm. and it backfired. It's wild that would happen. And look, as everyone on the chartwork.com text line points to New England for Vrabel, I got to ask, if you're the Patriots, what are you really getting shuffling Different. out old Belichick for maybe new and, you know, poor man's version of Belichick. Yeah, what are you getting different? Is Belichick, that- Belichick without the insistence of personnel. And I know Belichick Bill without said, the misery. I, I know well, there is that. I, I, I know Bill Belichick said the whole like, well, I'd be willing to give him control. But like you mentioned yesterday, it was very flippant, like just kind of like, yeah, whatever for the team to win. Right. You, you may get a younger, more energetic version of Belichick without feeling like you have to give him personnel control. Like, that's not a demand that Vrabel can make necessarily. And so they may feel like, hey, we can get, you know, we can have our cake and eat it too. We can get this, and then we can also get somebody in here to actually run personnel. Because there is a thought around the league that, like, the Patriots personnel staff and and their scouting process is really broken. Like, other teams around the league think New England's really broken in the way they evaluate talent. All right, let's reset the availability for openings, candidates. Power rank, power rank. Power rank. The three. Vrabel, Belichick, Harbaugh. You're uh, hiring them for your team. Uh, well, you just reverse, gave her- reverse that. Harbaugh, Vrabel, or no, Harbaugh, Vrabel, Belichick. Bill's age is, is I mean, like, I, I would not... If it's the Chargers, I might do Bill higher on the list because there's a quarterback there. I, I do believe he has a structure that will be in place, like just a yeah, you know that 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 structure there would be good. Great offensive coordinator. No, I would I wouldn't talk about that. I'm just saying, like you know, what I mean, like a structure of the of the organization. Um, but if it's a if it's a rebuild, I would go Harbaugh one, uh, and then probably. Probably Bill than Vrabel. That's interesting because I think of Harbaugh as a guy who really needs to, like, come in, push a team over the edge before he grates on people after four years. Like, I don't know that d- – d- would he grate on people – Well, RJ's saying that too because he, he can helped to build San Fran. He built Stanford, uh, and then he turned Michigan into a national champion. No, yeah, I initially thought of him as a builder, but the personality thing is a fair point because of the timeline. Yeah, timeline. Yeah, and I mean, not, not that he – he can't build that because, like you say, he did it in San Francisco. But I just – I look at him as somebody who he can be so he, – he can rub people the wrong way. Yeah. That, to me, it's just like, do you have enough time for him to build it up before he makes somebody angry? Okay. We also have a follow-up on Wink Martindale. I love looking for the drama in the NFC East. The New York Post says – Wink cursed out Brian Dayball before storming out of the building and resigning as defensive coordinator, and they have not been able to get in touch with him since. So, Wink, told <laughs> off Dayball, according to the Post, rolled on out, see you later, do not contact Man. me. Lose my number. Lose my, that, that is that is wild. Uh, and then, like, that whole thing fell apart quick. And we, we all could see that one. That was more obvious, I think, that the Giants were going to come back to earth than anything else, more than Minnesota, more than Phil, more than anything else, that was that the Giants were going to come back to earth, and that last year was a fluke, and that's what it was. Yeah, I mean they they had an aggressive fall, even for regression that you would have expected. They were still so much worse than I think you could have anticipated. That was that team that came to AT and T Stadium in November or whatever it was. That's one of the worst football teams I've seen in the last five six years. They were really really bad, and I know they kind of rallied a little bit at the end, but you could tell all year that despite whatever they were saying publicly, like. Everything we could tell leaking out of that building was that Dayball and Wink Martindale just did not like each other. 
Jacksonville firing and Todd Bowles? Yeah, so Jacksonville fired their basically their entire defensive staff. And a lot of the Jags code fired coaches are ripping the team on the way out the door. Uh, and so they 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 eliminated Mike Caldwell, their their defensive coordinator, defensive line coach Brenston Buckner. There's some names on this list. Uh, Deshay Townsend, the quarterback cornerback coach, Tony Gilbert, Cody Graham, tons of guys. Well, they fired all these guys, and obviously they're all unhappy. And one of them said the solutions are leaving. The problems are staying. That was to Josina Anderson. She posted that on Twitter. They started eight and three, and then you get a little, you know, Lawrence gets hurt, and CJ Beathard starts a game. They wind up going one of five down the stretch, including the loss of the six and 11 Titans. The problems are staying. I mean, that may be true, but that's I mean, a good line. That's a good line. But that defense was also 26th in the league over the last six weeks. Yeah, but is that a Doug Peterson problem? Is that what they're saying? Or are they referencing the guy who's consistently been labeled the problem or anticipated to be the problem in Jacksonville? They're talking about Trent Baalke. The guy who's incredibly difficult to deal with. Are they just saying, like, yeah, this guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. There's only so much we can do. That could be it. Who was bringing up Todd Bowles on the hot seat? That's what I want to know. Pat Kerwin? Three straight years. Victor Newman lookalike, I believe. Pat Kerwin. I don't Uh, know who that is. Well, uh... I know who Pat Kerwin is. I don't only know who Victor Newman is. Only the 60-year-old women in our audience know who that is. Um, but three straight division titles for Todd Bowles. What's he saying? Uh, he's saying, and he he said this uh, the, yesterday, people still think he's going to get fired. Uh, wow. He says, you've got to be kidding me. This is his first year without Tom Brady, and he's going to the postseason. Mm. But people still believe uh, that he is going to get fired, despite the fact that, as Kerwin points out, he's a leader of men, passed the criteria, don't screw this up by firing Todd Bowles. That'd but be ridiculous. I think it would be nuts. But, um, like, like, what are you holding him responsible for? Like, like when you make yeah. a firing, a lot of times it's like, hey, somebody's got to be held accountable. What are you holding him accountable for? Because we all thought Tampa Bay was going to be 4-13. and 13. Yeah. So I have no clue what it is that you're pinning on him. And speaking of the South, uh, the rumbling starting to build back up that the New Orleans Saints could be looking at Chucky as an offensive coach. Yes, they are. So, John Gruden apparently uh, even met with some some Saints brass and had some discussions. Now, the obvious connection here is Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. That's that's the obvious one, that his relationship with him from the Raiders, they got along, they always got along. But the idea is that they would bring him on, not as a full-time coordinator or anything else, but he would be sort of brought back into the NFL fold as sort of the offensive analyst. Maybe somebody who who's seen around game day but doesn't necessarily have a headset or whatever else. But the Saints are kicking it around. They're interested in it. And I just, I wonder, I wonder how it would go over. I kind of feel like if Gruden got hired in this capacity, you spend a week with some some bad headlines, and then I think people forget about him because he's not, he wouldn't be prominent. He wouldn't be out in front. You wouldn't see coach, him regularly. Yeah. Oh, you'd see him. You'd see him on the sideline with that stupid hat he wears. <laughs> the visor. That'd be multiple visors. Is Dennis Allen a visor guy? He is. Yeah. Sean Payton was a visor guy. What is it about the visors there? I don't know. In I, the dome. Big, 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 big hate on the visor. Not a fan of the visor. The Dallas Mavericks with a horrible loss last night. The Spurs apparently don't know geography. And the Mount Rushmore of Nike athletes, maybe the number two seed ever, he is gone. That's next for the 6 a.m. club on Sean and RJ. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A.J. Lawson with the three, and that's going to be the final tonight, 120 to 103. The Grizzlies will get the victory. They'll jog it across the timeline, and that will be all she wrote. Grizz TV with the call of a really, really bad loss for the Mavericks. They were quietly playing some really good defense over the last 10 games, Luka included, but they get blown out last night by the John Morantless. Memphis Grizzlies at the AAC, 120-103. to They did not have the Defensive Player of the Year in Jackson either. Kyrie scored 33, but he shot 11 of 25 from the field. Luka scored 31, and the next highest Maverick was Derrick Jones Jr., who's looking like a better offseason pickup than Grant Williams. I mean, not looking. He just flat out is at this point. Grant Williams is just not a very good basketball player right now. I think it probably has to do with his pedigree, you know, from from where he came up as a college (laughs) basketball player. Largely, I think, is what the issue is. But, man, he's just been a complete disappointment. He's just not been good at all. He played seven minutes last night. He played seven minutes. He had a plus minus of minus 20. Dwight Powell is a better player than... (laughs) <laughs> 0 for 2 from the field for your yeah. boy, Choppy. Well, listen, that's uh, that's not on Grant Williams. Grant <laughs> Williams, if you expected Grant Williams to be one of your five best players, it's not Grant Williams' fault, it's your fault. Grant Williams was never designed to be one of your five best players. He's designed to be one of your eight best. And if you have him as one of your five best, that tells you one thing. You are not a He can't content- be your fifth? No. He is not you're you're not a contending basketball team. I, he is go look at who he is at Boston. He never, he never started. He was a role guy. He was a sixteen to twenty minute a night guy. That is not one of your five best. That's six, seven, eight. Like that's if if you came in here thinking, oh man, this guy could be your four. That ain't on Grant Williams I mean, that he's not living up to that. For That's the, on you. For the depth on this team or lack thereof, he absolutely should be good enough okay, to be. Okay, but, but he's not. That's He's never been that player. He's never going to be. That's a flaw. That means the but, Mavericks but Chop, aren't very good. But, but Chop, he, like, he also, you have to acknowledge, even if you want to say expectations were too high for him, 
he's not even meeting what his normal standard is for himself, regardless of the expectations. He's playing below that. He's playing awful basketball. Look, I'm not going to disagree with that. Of course he is. Because he's like, not been defensively what you wanted. Yeah. He hasn't brought the toughness that you wanted. He's not shooting the way that we've seen him capable of shooting in the past. He is playing below, forgetting even expectations. Yeah. He's just playing below he what's is. his baseline. For sure. But again, if you, if you came into this thinking he could be – you know, can we find his defensive numbers? I'm because sure. the counting numbers, as y'all would say, are basically the same. Like he's scoring the same amount of points. Uh, the biggest drop off in the you know easy to look at numbers is the field goal percentage. Uh, his free throw percentage is the biggest drop off, but whatever he went, he's gone from seventy seven to sixty six percent. But the assists are still one and a half. He has one rebound less. He was never going to block any shots. He's never going to steal. Uh, that that many the turnovers are the same and the scoring is the same so it's the field goal percentage that dropped but I like to get like the DVOA for basketball to see what he was in Boston and what he is here so I mean when you look at the last couple years and obviously offensive rating and defensive rating are flawed statistics but it's basically an estimate of points as basketball reference describes it. it's an estimate of points produced or scored per 100 possessions by the team when that player is on the floor or and the, then the defensive side is what you're allowing so the last couple of years in Boston, his offensive rating was 122. His defensive rating was 109. It was 118 offensive rating. His defensive rating was 113. This year, his offensive rating is 111, and his defensive rating is 119. Like, he's just, he's not been very good at all. He's not been, and that's the thing is that the raw numbers look better, but he's also playing career high in minutes. He's just not playing very efficiently right. is the problem. Jason Kidd, after a really, really bad loss last night. They, you know, out-rebounded the offensive rebounds. Uh, 18, that's that's way too many. Um, the physicality was uh, too much for us. And so they, they, they came out and uh, they were assertive right off the bat and that, that put us in the hole and we were playing uphill from there. They were just completely flat. That yeah. was one of the, and, and they they keep doing bad. this. They'll, they'll have like a really nice victory. You go on the road, you beat the Warriors by 10. And then what, it was like the next game you come out and you get thumped by the jazz by 40 no you you have a great <laughs> victory against the, you have a great victory against the timberwolves yeah. and that's coming you know you lead into this game but that's also coming off of just recently losing to a cleveland team that you had no business losing to that you're up 20 against this like high and low that they've done all season it's just a complete roller coaster they play up to good competition they play down to bad competition Dude. and that's the biggest problem with them i mean they had i mean they had 18 offensive well, you got the bitter rematch tomorrow. Jalen Brunson's coming to town, and the New York Knicks are on fire. I'll be there. Wow. You yes. going to leave in the final two minutes again? No, I'm not, I'll, 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 I'll be just with Sarah. I won't be oh. with the boys. So okay. how'd, you, how'd you set that up? She won some... Uh, Oh. I sold Crown start, Royal thing. We and, started talking about her boss on the radio, and now she, you know, wink, wink, won the tickets. She, she <laughs> won, won some Mavs tickets. That, uh, it, uh, That's yeah. a good game to go to. Yeah, well, we got to pick one. Of, we got to pick. Uh, there was four games. Okay. That we had the chance of picking. All right. What were they? Uh, well, I go look at the schedule. It, one of them was the other night. Um, Minnesota. It may have been. It may have been Minnesota. Okay, you have no clue. Uh, Brunson- well, but anyway, one of them was like a, a Sunday or a Saturday coming up. I was like, well, I have no idea if the Cowboys are going to be playing. I don't want to go to that one. One of them was another day. I was like, ah, I got the boys that day or that weekend. So this was the only one that really worked. Brunson's averaging 25 a night. 25, 6, and 4. New York made a minor trade themselves, and they're undefeated since. So Knicks, Mavs, 
double AC tomorrow. Ralph James will be there. And a cool little story from Mark Cuban with oh, the yes. Mavericks and bonuses, yes. uh, Christmas bonuses. When's the last time we got a Christmas bonus around here? I think I got one in our first year or two. Last time. I, I don't remember getting one ever. Oh, ever. We got a... Um, we got we got we got these um, those cool little fleece things. Oh, the jackets! <laughs> I got my jacket here. Um, so he is business as usual. So he obviously. <laughs> I yes. know some people are getting. <laughs> His summer. He got he sold the team. Three, K and C. <laughs> Bobby, what is three point thirty five million of three point five billion? What percentage is that? Who knows? Oh, but, he can do it on his phone calculator, I know, right? So he is paying the Mavs employees. A $35 million bonus, not each, but it's going to be divvied up among all the employees based off of, you know, how long you've worked for the Mavs, you'll receive that bonus, or, you know, what your job duties are. That's They're going to have this special formula to calculate this bonus. It's very cool. It's, very, it's a very cool thing to do, especially if you've been working like the marketing department for 15 years and you're scratch it by and you've barely gotten raises and all of a sudden i mean i mean how many employees do the maps have 50 100 i mean theoretically you could have I mean, you could who knows i mean do they are, are they just counting like those employees or are they also counting like arena employees I mean, and game day be. people those, and you never i don't know I what they're counting it's so. even more than 100 What's that? I would think it's even more than 100 i mean it might be i, I you yeah. know i don't know but you know, i've been to the maps offices a million times wow well I, I mean you go to the star in frisco i mean the you, you walk around like the the, cow, the cowboys don't have that many employees, comparatively speaking. So, like, even if it's 500, that's a hell of amount of money for each person. San Antonio Spurs stepped in it the other day as they were uh, trying to troll Ohio. They put a picture out of a Texas boot stomping on a plate of chili. Skyline chili. Yeah. Which is from Cincinnati. Yeah. It says real chili doesn't have noodles. Who's the Cincinnati basketball team in the NBA? The Cincinnati basketball team? Yeah. Uh, they See? don't they don't have one. There you go. Uh and the Cleveland Cavaliers, they were trying to troll Cleveland, I believe, and Cleveland said wrong city, but a good try. A good try. So San Antonio <laughs> had to delete their yeah. Cincinnati slash Ohio stereotype. Is that is is that just a jab back at the state of Ohio though? Because Ohio State referred to Texas as the desert. You remember? Right. And so is that them going like, we're going to equally get your region wrong and yeah. we're going to claim that you're a chili thing after Ohio State screwed that up. Fair. First called us the dessert. We're going to the dessert and then corrected that to say desert, desert. and then realized, yeah, Texas isn't the desert. We're we should probably desert. delete this. Tiger no longer with Nike. No, Tiger Woods no longer with Nike. 27 years uh, and he is gone. Now, now I, I don't know if there's a bigger miss in sports, in business, than Tiger not starting his own Jordan brand mm. years ago. Like, he got the oh, Nike maybe money. Lonzo Ball not going with Nike. Right. <laughs> he, got, he got the money, Big and he, he became a billionaire because of it. But could you imagine if in 2001, when his original Nike deal was up or whatever, and he said, I'm just going to start Tiger brand, and for the last 24 years, he's been Tiger Woods' brand, like a Jordan brand. I mean, how much more money he would have, but, you know, he is, uh, but you know, he is leaving Nike, and who knows what the next situation is going to be for him. He'll have any number of places that he wants to go to. They will all gladly say yes, absolutely. How much uh, Tiger Nike gear did you buy? 
How much did you seek out Tiger Nike gear like you would another athlete in another sport? Like, we all sought out Jordan stuff. We all sought out Jordan Nike, the shoes, the apparel, all that. Did you do it for golf? Uh, I had a hat, a couple hats. Okay. I had some golf shirts. Um, I may have had a pair of shorts. I never bought his shoes. Nike shoes, didn't, like, they're, they're narrower, so I don't like them on the golf course. Um but no, I, I never really, and I, I never bought the irons. I never, I never bought the irons, and they did away with it. They did away, they did away with their irons years ago. So I'm wondering. Iron. So who's third in your mind, Peyton? You're, uh, you say that you're young, hip kid compared to us. Who's third in your mind, and third and fourth on the Nike Mount Rushmore branding mountain? Oh. You go, Mike, Tiger. Who's three, four? Who do you associate with Nike? Just like that. I mean, I mean, people that stand out to me with Nike, there's nobody really that, like, pops out like that. Right. And, I mean, honestly, that's one of the things that I think is, like, Chop, when you talk about Tiger being, you know, any brand will scoop him up, like, that's that's fine, and I'm sure they will. Anybody would be happy to have him. But, like, yeah. he is also so closely aligned with Nike. Like, yeah. I would think that feels inauthentic. Like, any brand he's going to partner with is going to feel inauthentic to people. Like, this doesn't even – Tiger's Nike. Like, like, what is this partnership? Like, if he were to go to – Converse or whatever he was to, to partner up with, I think it would just feel off. But in terms of other Nike athletes, I nobody stands out. Like nobody's now, a blinking light. Now I'm on uh Twitch, YouTube, that's for you as well. So I just I did a quick Google search, most influential Nike athletes of all time. Yeah. Tiger's not in the top five, four. Whoa. They got MJ one, LeBron two, um KD three, and then Nadal four. You know, you know who stands out to me, honestly, when I think of Nike as the third, and it's not for a good reason, but I think of, I think of Kyrie. That's who I think of next because of the oh, termination man. of his agreement with them. That's the next athlete that pops to mind when I think of Nike and a partnership with an athlete. So there it is, six a.m. Club. Thank you for turning it on. Leaving on with the Hump Day, Hump Day edition of Sean, RJ, and Roberto. What is the Dallas Cowboys playoff myth? What is the myth? that people think haunts them when it comes to winning these games. We'll talk about that. Rob Demosky, Packers insider, will join us at 8 o'clock. We'll chop it up during the expressway as well. Back to the boys on the home of the NFC East champs after this. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.